Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world, and it's time. So let's do this. Hey guys, Stephanie here from spiritualbossbabe.com. Super excited to have the amazing Molly Cubes here with me today. And Molly is, first off, she's such a beautiful, beautiful soul and has so much to share. She's a Reiki master, yoga teacher, soul mentor, and helps women connect to their sacred feminine energy. Molly's been diving into so many different healing modalities and, and learning so much throughout the years. It's really helped her overcome addiction, binge drinking, and really form a deeper connection to herself. And now she travels all around the world sharing her gifts, her mentorship, her programs, and empowering women to step into their best selves. And it's just really awesome. So we dive into so many things today from psychedelics to orgasmic manifestation because I just had to ask. So you're going to really enjoy it and you're going to get a lot out of it. So without further ado, let's welcome Molly on to the show. All right. I have Molly here with us and I'm so excited to share this with you guys. Thank you so much, Molly, for taking the time and I'm so excited to get started. I'm excited too. Thanks for having me. No problem. So I'm curious to start this off with learning more about how you really got into your spiritual awakening and your whole spiritual path because I know you've been doing a lot of things and, and really learning so many different healing modalities. So I would love for you to share that with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess my, my journey is pretty interesting. I probably had a, an awakening in high school where I really started to tune into different synchronicities. And I just really started to notice that spirit was showing me messages. And it, it was just basically, it wasn't anything huge, just kind of like, I would see certain numbers at a certain time, or I'd be thinking something, and then someone on the radio would be talking about that. And I really started to tune into that there's something beyond just the physical plane. And, uh, and it just really intrigued me. And, um, and then when I went to university, I started taking these different courses like mysticism and Taoism. And at the time, I was also experimenting with psychedelics. So, <laughs> so both of those really came in hand in hand. And um, the main thing, though, for me was I was really wrapped up um, in my own shadows, my own shit, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I was partying a lot, and I, I was a really shy person at the time and really sensitive, and I was kind of using a lot of these different substances like alcohol and everything to kind of suppress my um, shyness and my emotions. And I ended up getting to the point where it was really damaging, and one of the things that really allowed me to shift was practicing yoga and learning 
developed um, the art of Reiki. So those two things um, really kind of took me on a more healing path versus the path that I was on before that was more of self-destruction. And I really just started to go more into this healing path. And I just knew that those things, they were meant for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was that. And, and I just really wanted to dive into it head first. And I started to teach Reiki and I started to teach yoga and, um, and I started to pass on these benefits that really helped me onto others. So, so that's kind of the, the short end of my yeah. spiritual awakening. Yeah. That's so cool. I, when I started having my like first phase of awakening, cause I feel like there was phases, you know, yeah. or, like different levels of it, I guess. I started seeing the number sequences too. That was oh, like cool. the first thing. So it's yeah. interesting that you say that. Yeah, eleven, eleven. Oh yeah, I even yeah. got the tattoo. <laughs> I know, and you have t-shirts. So yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to. It was like all over the place. So I love that you brought up the psychedelic topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I think everyone knows by now that I'm very into the plant medicine stuff and yeah. I think it's extremely transformative. When did you embark on that sort of journey and what, do you, what was your biggest, um, I guess, breakthrough yeah. from, from working yeah. with that? Yeah, I saw that you're doing that. That's really amazing. And um, for me, I remember I took uh, LSD for the first time in – right after high school, the summer after grade 12, and it was the most amazing experience. And it wasn't necessarily super spiritual, it was just really liberating. And I kind of went on this path of experimentation, and and some of it was really, really good, and some of it wasn't as good. Um, but actually, I like probably about five years ago, I decided I wanted to go to Peru and do plant medicine for my first time, and uh, that was profound. And at the time, I was in a lot of self-destructive behavior with a lot of substances and going there and doing another sort of, I guess, mm -hmm. medicine, like substance, it really helped that. After that, I stopped drinking alcohol, like in an excessive manner. I stopped like smoking weed in a really excessive manner. Like it really shifted a lot of stuff for me. One of the main things that came from that experience actually was um, really learning to love myself. And it's funny because you posted in your group about your soulmate and uh, <laughs> like, oh, like I want to find my soulmate or something. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. During that time, I really was like, I want to find someone like, you know, that I can really love and share my heart with. And mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to learn to love myself wholly and completely. So that was my intention going in. And the first ceremony, that was what came through. I like, I really, really access that deep love for myself like I remember looking at my fingernails and being like holy shit holy shit <laughs> I love my fingernails I've never even tuned into that before and that was so profound and it's so funny because like five months later I met like the man that I'm still with so it wow. was, yeah so it's like I needed to go through that initiation of like really loving myself like so fully you know so that I can be whole when I met with someone else that was huge for me <laughs> yeah and I think like just the aspect of loving your fingernails it's just like being in your body right being yeah. super present because presence is like everything that's where yeah. gratitude is that's where all the love is how long ago was that that was that was five years ago oh wow sure maybe like 
like four and a half. But yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, it's been a huge journey ever since. It's so funny because after that experience, you know, when you have like an awakening or you go to a spiritual event and it's like you are on that high for like mm-hmm. the next day, you're like, wow, everything yeah. is amazing. I was on that high for at least a month. It was like, wow. Yeah, that's when I knew that I had blasted through some serious stuff. <laughs> it's like the effects like lasted for so long. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And and it's interesting that you were in such a different place before you went, like with the the drinking and the yeah. all the stuff that you shared cuz I feel like well, for people who don't know much about plant medicine, it's very different. It's like a very spiritual experience. It's used as medicine, and I know it can be really some people can have resistance or hesitance, especially if they've been, you know, abusing drugs or alcohol to even step into that. So I think like you must've been ready, like, you know, looking for ready for a change when you decided. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready. It just, some things you just know. Mm -hmm. And that that I, I knew, I knew I needed to go and I just booked my flight. I booked it. Um, I remember seeing this guy, I think his name was Tobias Lars on YouTube, <laughs> and he was talking about this place um, in Peru. It's a really amazing place, too. It's called Terra or Nemea Kea. I think they changed their name and um, in Pucalpa in Peru, and, um, and it was, it, I knew, and it was so life-changing, and it just accelerated from there. Um, and it's funny because I feel like it's not something I need to do a lot, you know what I mean? I had that amazing experience and I have done it again since, but I don't really feel called to do it like a lot more. Like, um, and like, I feel like that one experience was like kind of all I needed. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it sounds like, was that before you got into like yoga and all of the other stuff or was that kind of around the same time ish? Around the same time. I think I have been practicing for about two or three years it was a really interesting time for me because I actually went back to school and I only went, I only had a few more classes to finish my university degree. And I went and I lived in this like one bedroom apartment and I was completely on my own and I was teaching yoga like part time. And, uh, and I just really had the time to integrate too. Mm-hmm. Like when I came back, I didn't have a lot of responsibilities and I could really just like sink into myself. Like I'm so grateful for that experience like I wasn't distracted by my family or my previous friends I could just really go back in and integrate so I'm really grateful that I had that time and space for that you know because that part I feel like it's it's just as deep as the ceremony is the totally it's yeah. actually more important even yeah. like that's where the magic really happens is after the ceremony yeah yeah, because they say like she's in your, she's in you forever. Like mm-hmm. after that, and I still feel like I communicate with her and um, connect with her, and uh, like she gives me lessons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for those yeah. listening, for those listening, um, ayahuasca is like a a female spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and- yeah, it's totally true. And you can tap into that at any time. It's so fascinating, isn't it? I think it's so fascinating. <laughs> it's insanely fascinating. 
Yeah. I remember because um, they say like not to because the dieta like you're supposed to have the specific diet for anyone who's listening like before you go to really clear your channel and uh, to really be pure. And afterwards, I like really stuck with the diet. And I was like, I don't want her to leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not eating any spicy foods or anything. Like, I have to maintain this frequency. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're doing a trip in Peru next March. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. So you did this. You've been. You did the psychedelics. You did the journey. You started (laughs) getting into yoga, and that led you into helping people really tap into their soul, their raise their vibe, and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I Reiki was probably the most profound thing for mm. me like learning how to practice Reiki. It shifted me really, really quick. Like the anyone who's received an attunement, it's it's powerful and it's such an honor to give attunements as well. And um and now like I initiate students into this practice. It's it was so deeply healing for me. And so I started to teach Reiki. I started to teach yoga full time and there's just something more in me. I knew mm. I wanted to make a bigger impact I wanted to there's something deeper in me that wanted to come forth and that's when I just ended up going in my own direction and starting my own business and working online with different clients Mm -hmm. and hiring different mentors to kind of help me build that and and then recently over the past year I decided to focus primarily on on women and specifically the the rise of the divine feminine Mm -hmm. and just helping women like access that energy and stand in their power and reclaim that. And uh, it's funny because I feel like, you know how you're saying there's the different phases of your own personal awakening. I feel like becoming an entrepreneur, what has been the most recent spiritual expansion for me. (laughs) Totally. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. And it's, it's because I think it accessed my lower chakras and like my sense of empowerment. And I really had to believe in myself and I had to use all those Abraham Hicks, you mm-hmm. know, mindset stuff like manifestation. I really have to put it into practice. Like if I'm going to make this work, I got to make sure my vibration is on the plane of the life that I want to create. And um, I really had to do that every day. It actually made me practice my spiritual practice more <laughs> is going into business. And, um, and I feel like a lot of people think that business and spirituality are separate, but they actually work hand in hand so well, you know, and they're so important. I think it's really important for light workers and for spiritual um, women and, and men too, to really, to, to harness these like businessy aspects, let's merge the two worlds together. Totally. And, yeah, especially, well, I mean, it's because it's your mission, you know, if your business yeah. is your mission, then yeah. it makes total sense. And it, it, like the, the whole entrepreneurial journey for me as well was like the fastest way to personal and spiritual growth, because you have to step into like that version of yourself who's able to lead and guide and help others and make the impact that you really want and income that you really want. Yeah so cool (laughs) yeah it's it's definitely a journey so how how do you kind of walk people into like stepping into their divine feminine i'm curious how to step into their divine feminine 
Well, there's so many different ways. I feel like um, one of the ways I'm really passionate about now is embodiment and also accessing our sexual and sensual energy. I feel like that's really cool. That's something that I've been going through personally. I've been, I healed some trauma um, from my past and um, I'm just like reclaiming my sexuality and, and realizing how powerful our sexual energy is. And it's like such a, like one of the things that came up for me was this like erotic innocence. It's like, it's not something that is, you know, bad that a lot of us have this shame around. It's like something so pure and innocent. And it's so beautiful for us as women. I feel a lot of women are kind of shamed by their sexuality and kind of hide it. And it's like exploited. And then it's also shamed at the same time. And it's like, I feel like we really need to, for me personally, I like to inspire myself and others to really reclaim this sexual energy and, and be bring back that purity of it. Like it's innocent, you know, and it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful practice. So that's that's one of the things that I've been working with recently. Yeah, it sounds really powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful. <laughs> yeah, and then also, um, I guess just like, like there's so many different aspects of the divine feminine. It's like, I feel like especially in business too, it, it can turn really masculine, which is amazing. Like, let's direct our energy, stay focused, take action. But it's also combining the feminine energy of receptivity and like allowing ourselves to actually receive, mm-hmm. receive income, receive praise, like receive clients, you know, and receive resources, you know, that can help your business and your mission move forward and, and be make magnetic to that, you know, like on a more energetic plane, rather than always doing, 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 going, 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 let's take a step back and actually nurture ourselves. And that can actually be more profitable for your business. Totally. (laughs) You know, so that's, that's really powerful too. like claiming that it's not not just for women, that's for men too. You know, it's more of like, I, I know, I know, you know, this but maybe some other people might not realize, but it's more of like an energetic standpoint of like the masculine energy and the feminine polarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like tapping into both. Yeah. At different times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you, I'm sure you are based on what you just said, but are you like familiar with orgasmic manifestation? Do you teach yes. about that? Yes. I, <laughs> I have some YouTube videos on that. It's so funny um, talking about that stuff. Like I posted on my Instagram story, this vibrator. <laughs> and I was like, who manifests, who uses their sex energy to manifest? <laughs> so funny the response I got from that. <laughs> I see a lot of people talking about it lately and I just kind yeah. of started learning a little bit about it. I'm curious if if you want to share anything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know like what the steps are. Okay. Well, I can share a little bit with you. Um, Like some of the stuff, like basically you can think of it as sex energy is like the birthing. It's creation. It's the purest form. Like they say the universe was born out of an orgasm. And it's like if that was created, the universe was created, like what can we create? You know, so like it's, it's kind of like you can use that really, really powerful energy. Normally what happens like on an energetic standpoint when we have an orgasm, um, especially for men because men have like ejaculation the energy just goes out it's like release and then it's kind of like it's kind of gone you know (laughs) 
But the goal is to really transmute that energy and to circulate it through the body. So men can actually have orgasms without ejaculating, but it takes like a lot of um, patience <laughs> and um, practice. And women can actually circulate that energy and like bring that energy up into the heart instead of having it just escape through like our legs and our lower chakras. We can actually use it to transmute it throughout the whole body so you can if you're coming to a place of orgasm like you can kind of visualize like what you want to create and like feel that energy and feel it through your whole body and it's such a powerful experience and then like transmute that throughout your your whole being and it's kind of like alchemizing that new paradigm in your cells and <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it's, it's some powerful stuff um there is this other thing um that i learned recently actually and it's kind of like when we're like a, this is a Taoist practice but that act of transmuting the energy you can think of like have you ever heard of the microcosmal and the macrocosmic microcosmic orbit have you ever heard of that i don't think so <laughs> so basically it's like you know the chakra system mm-hmm. and um like the different energy um centers in the body and then there's um like the way that the energy you want the energy to continuously circulate through you like this and there's breathing exercises there's tantric exercises kundalini exercises and if you're like feeling this vibration of love and abundance and like circulating that through your microcosmic orbit like we were kind of talking about before you can actually circulate they say in Taoist philosophy that the microcosmic orbit is the same as the macrocosmic so when you're circulating that love and that prosperity through your microcosmic orbit you're actually healing the macrocosm at the same time you're actually sending that love and that energy through the whole universe it's like there's wow right i need to look more into this stuff (laughs) isn't that insane like when i heard that i was like wow that is so cool so it's like when we're circulating that pure positive energy through us, it's like we're healing the planet. We're healing the cosmos. Totally. Yeah. That's <laughs> powerful stuff. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to like learn more about this. Yeah, it's super cool. Because yeah. I've noticed like a, just a lot of more people talking about the whole process and different different ways to manifest different, you know, just ways to get into alignment to like 5D manifestation, instant manifestation. I don't know if it's kind of similar to that or a little bit different. Yeah, Yeah. instant manifestation. That sounds nice. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty instant. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've been playing around with it because – like I've been over the past year, I've really been reclaiming my sexuality and exploring that for myself. Like I used to only explore it with a partner and I really felt defeated when I would explore it with myself. And then I went to the sexual awakening retreat and I was like, wow, I really need to dedicate more time to just exploring me, you know? And then like, why haven't I been doing that? (laughs) And so I just started to do that and I connect more to my own body. Like, what do I like? And like bring back that fun and that playfulness and that innocence to that. And that has been huge for me. And uh, and then I've heard about like using that energy to manifest. They say you can also like 
you know, like for example, you can visualize um, like qualities that you want to bring into yourself, like eloquence or something. Mm -hmm. You can think about that, or you can think about Lakshmi, the goddess of abundance, and kind of visualize her when you're in that state, or like anything, anything else, you know, that you want to bring in. So, so yeah, <laughs> so powerful. Yeah, yeah, totally. cool stuff. <laughs> so, what would you? recommend or what would you share want to share with people when it comes to like shifting their energy or energy healing like healing old patterns old traumas yeah like, like on their 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 own journey of course it's always awesome to have help and guidance but like what are yeah. some things that you've done on your own that have really helped that other people may be able to start with one thing that i'm really passionate about sharing is um doing shadow work and diving into the things that you probably don't want to look at healing <laughs> them fully, you know, and I've noticed from a lot of different spiritual communities, there can be a lot of spiritual bypassing mm -hmm. where we're like, let's just live in the love and the light and like ignore the bad stuff. Let's push that away. That doesn't exist. That's not love and light. Like, mm. <laughs> well, let's judge that and put it away and not look at it. And uh, for me, it's like when I work with my clients and when I work with myself, it's like I really encourage them to, okay, what is it that you're not looking at? What's that, what is it that's holding you back? Let's dive into that. And that's really, you know, an amazing practice to do with a mentor or someone, you know, by doing that shadow work, like going into those dark places and feeling them you know, actually feeling them and, mm -hmm. and allowing them to complete their cycle and then let it go. Because a lot of the times the stuff comes up and then we get scared and we suppress it and it's still there, you know, but we're just not fully feeling it. But if we can really, really feel it and embrace it fully, then we're going to be able to let it go, you know, instead of it still being there, being like in the, in the corner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not really looking at it, but we know it's there. <laughs> yeah, you got and you got to feel to heal. It's kind of like feeling fear and doing something anyway, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, you know, like yeah. you acknowledge it, you feel it, you shift it. Yeah. You don't judge yourself. Yeah. Compassion. I love that quote because I feel that a lot of us think that really courageous people, like the people that we really look up to, that they don't have fear at all. And that's not true. They still have it. They just do it anyway, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and that was huge for me because I, I kept on, I would have these fears come up and I would get down on myself and be like, why are these fears coming up? I should be courageous and, you know, doing these things. But it's like the people who we look up to, they still have those human fears, but they recognize that they're from the ego and mm -hmm. they take action from their soul instead, you know? Totally. It's like your ego can hang out in the driver's seat <laughs> and you can, or sorry, the passenger seat, not the yeah. driver's seat, the passenger <laughs> seat while you like just take the wheel and go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just give it's, it like a little pet. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, I hear you, but we're still yeah. going anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so powerful when you can like really just call that out and um, not get mixed up in it. Mm -hmm. But it definitely, definitely can be a process depending on what it is, you know. I know I've had my fair share of like dealing with the same things over and over and like feeling so mixed up in it, you know, even though I knew yeah totally yeah it's kind of like we get 
tied up in these knots sometimes and it's going to take some time to unravel those knots you know and and just to be gentle and compassionate like you're saying with ourselves and it's a process and you know every it's important to enjoy the process like sometimes we get so goal oriented like that masculine type of energy but really sometimes the beauty is just being right here and enjoying the humanness of everything totally yeah what would you say if people get like stuck in those ego stories like how to get out of their way and shift things from that place yeah there's there's lots of different ways um and i'd be curious to hear like what ways really were for you too um for me like it's important to actually have the awareness that yes, that is my ego speaking to me and not the wisdom of my soul. Because sometimes like, you know, your intuition is telling you not to do something Mm -hmm. and we get confused and be like, is that my intuition or is that my ego? So it's important to kind of, you know, expand our awareness and be the witness and and really understand, okay, is that my ego speaking or is that my intuition or is that my soul and kind of understand and have that internal conversation and dialogue um, so that we can actually understand what it is that's actually speaking through us and having a personal practice where you can actually every day take the time to tune into your soul, Mm -hmm. you know, so that you know what that feels like, you know, and even, Um, every day like actually listening to your intuition you know so that and understanding that and taking the time to actually explore that so that you know what language is speaking through you in the moment and I find sometimes too like actually talking to my ego and being like and like facing it and having a conversation with it and being like ego (laughs) it's okay like you know this isn't you don't have to be in fear all the time like yeah you can move forward from this and and sometimes it, we can get really caught up in that. And, um, you know, I found like having teachers and mentors to kind of be a mirror for me and show me when that's happening has been huge and kind of activate me so that I can accelerate beyond that has been really, really big, especially when you reach those like really stuck points. Um, but there's like, there's a really cool quote or I don't know, like a story with the, the Buddha and um, where there's like this demon god Mara that comes and knocks on his door. And um, instead of him like being like, ah, there's a demon god at my door, I'm gonna ignore it. (laughs) He like invites the demon god in and they have tea and they have a conversation. And then after an hour, you know, the demon god leaves and they had a great conversation. And it was kind of just like when that stuff comes up for us, when the ego comes up, when that voice, the negative voice or, or anything comes up, it's like, let's invite it in, have a conversation with it, understand it, and then let it go, you know, instead of being like, like completely severing it and, um, you know, suppressing it and pushing it away, let's invite it in and talk to it and see what it has to say, hear it out, and then let it go, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that in and of itself is kind of a process too. Like some things that have really helped me, obviously meditation. Mm -hmm. And I love listening to like sound waves before I go to bed. But really like things like hypnotherapy and like energy, different kinds of energy healing have really helped me, especially hypnotherapy. I don't know if you've ever done it, but it is so powerful. It really helped me. It helped me actually integrate things that I've learned through plant medicine ceremonies, actually. Mm. Like I I got a lot out of those, but the hypnotherapy 
helped me, I guess, really complete the cycle mm-hmm. in some ways, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I really yeah. love to, to brainwash myself with like yeah, totally. positive things. Like I, I remember listening to this Abraham Hicks um, video over and over and over again when I first started my business. It's all about attracting abundance. And it was like incredible for me. It just really brought me back into that state. And um, But that was always like when I was driving my car or something. But it'd be cool to really go deep into that subconscious mind with the hypnotherapy. I can see how that'd be really powerful. Yeah, it was really, really powerful. I I saw a woman when I was living in Tampa. She was so amazing. It actually inspired me to want to get certified with hypnotherapy. So I'm going to. I plan on it this fall. Yeah, it's like, it's so fascinating like how the brain works too and like how to, like you said, like access the subconscious and have a greater awareness and make it work together, like the ego and the higher self kind of work together mm-hmm. in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, work together instead of like clashing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the Abraham Hicks that I used to listen to every single day when I was living in New York, it really shifted everything. It's called Rampage of Invincibility, if you're looking for another um, one. I don't know if you heard that one, but it's like yeah. five minutes, even has music in it. The one that I listen to, it is so good. Amazing. I love the rampages. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. Anytime I'm like, I need some help. I'm like, Abraham Hicks rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Same here. I'll type like Abraham Hicks, no ads. So the ones that with yeah. no ads come up. <laughs> yeah, you're like in the rampage and then all of a sudden, hey, wouldn't you like the buy? Uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your big vision going forward? Like what is your big vision, your big purpose beyond what you're doing now? (laughs) Well, for me, like right now, I'm shifting a lot. I've shifted so much and um, I'm still like understanding what direction I want to go. I love working with women and I've actually, it's come into my awareness that I feel called to help women with their business as well, like really rise into the feminine in their business and help spiritual entrepreneurs create a business that is thriving and also of purpose. Um, And so that's coming up for me right now. It's like, do I want to dive into that direction? And it's interesting because so many people have come to me and they've been like, help me with my spiritual business. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, all right, like if people are asking for this, if I'm being a beacon and attracting this, then maybe I should just jump into it. So that's kind of what's coming up. And um, and I feel like it's going to have something to do with the priestess <laughs> and like accessing our sovereignty and using our intuition in our business. Mm. And um our prosperity, like claiming our prosperity and, and tapping into like the unseen realms as well with that and, and really working in a authentic way, um, in a way that works with spirit and works with the earthly plane and merging those two worlds together. I think, um, that's, that's a really powerful practice. And that's, that's kind of what I, I see for myself. Um, I'd love to live in Hawaii. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great too. So <laughs> that's definitely in the greater vision. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you plan on doing like more events or retreats? I know you kind of already do that now, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we actually, um, we do do retreats in Hawaii. Right now, the place that we do retreats at, um, it's on the complete opposite side of the island, but there's a volcano erupting right now. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, and I haven't really been in contact with them, but I know it's like the, it's beautiful, like the, how, like, you know, Pele is, um, Pele is the volcanic goddess, and she's just, like, really coming forward right now. She's, like, really showing herself, and, and it's absolutely beautiful, like, looking at some of the imagery. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it emits, like, these gases called um, fog, and it's, um, it's not really the most pleasant thing to be around, so I'm probably not going to do one this year. Um, but I was in Croatia recently, and Croatia is so beautiful, and I would love to do one there um, potentially in, like, the spring. So um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm also thinking about going to Bali this winter and checking out some locations there. Um, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. Bali is amazing. I have not visited yeah. there yet, but that's next on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard some really good things. So I'd like to check it out. Yeah. So to wrap this up, I would love to hear what your best piece of advice is for people who are wanting to grow their spiritual business. Yeah, I just say be as authentic as possible and like don't be afraid to share your raw, authentic, vulnerable truths. I think that has been probably the biggest thing for me that has allowed my business to grow is like showing the parts of myself that I was scared shitless to show. <laughs> You know, and like the parts of my, like the deepest, darkest parts of myself and be like, I have these too. And I was able to overcome them by doing these practices. And, and this is why I'm here in front of you sharing this. And, and that has been huge. And most of the time when I've gone on video and I've shared a story or something that was so scary and I was like, what are people going to think about me? Like if I share this, you know, like those have been the ones that have really, really helped me. So like, don't be, I think a lot of us think like when we start our business, even a spiritual business, we should be a certain way, you mm -hmm. know, because we're stepping into this leadership role and uh, we should be like this perfect type of person. But I think real leaders and what the world really needs right now is people who are just who have the courage to be real and to be authentic and to be honest and to be human. And I think, um, like, don't be afraid to share your humanness. I think that's, that's really important for leadership and for people in business, especially spiritual business right now. And, um, and yeah, the parts that are scary yeah. will probably make you the most money too. <laughs> I know. Isn't it crazy yeah. how that works? It's yeah. like, the more vulnerable and real you are and the more open your heart is, I should say. Yeah. The more you allow the people that you're meant to serve to really find you and connect with you and work with you, the more you allow money, the more you allow love, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. The more open your heart is. Yeah, that's what it is when we're vulnerable. We're opening up our heart and it, it's interesting because the heart has the bones in front of it and it has like the rib cage and the sternum so it has this like natural protection and it's like when we really energetically open it up it's like it's very vulnerable but it's it's so powerful to be in that state totally is 
Well, Molly, thank you so much for sharing so much value and magic with us. Do you have any last words you want to share? Where can people find you and connect with you? Let us know. Yeah, well, I guess the most active place that where you can find me is Instagram. I love Instagram. It's probably my favorite social media platform. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just at molly.cubes with a K. Um, It's like an ice cube, but with a K. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and I'm also, I have a Facebook group uh, called Inner Alchemy for Women. And it's, it's for you if you really want to create transformation in your life or in your business. Um, your personal life or I mean, we talk about tons of different stuff in there, like our sexuality and all that good stuff. All the stuff that we kind of touched yeah. on a little bit. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I also have a YouTube channel too. I'm not as active on it right now, but there's tons of good videos on there. Um, or you can find me at just mollycubes.com. Nice. All right. Well, I'm going to leave all of those links for everyone in the show notes so that they can find you and connect with you and learn from you because I think it's so powerful to just continue learning from each other and and rising together because we're really making waves in the world. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Molly, for sharing your time and energy. I really appreciate it. And I'm so glad that you were here. Yay. Thank you for having me. Yes. No problem. (laughs) Bye guys. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. Oh,